Oh, hello. Before I say anything else, I'm going to say I bet this show is going to be a mess. I spent, here's, here's just an indication of the kind of garbage I'm going through right now. I spent a whole lot of time putting together the whole new awman.net, which I'm pretty happy with for the most part. And today I was going to post a link on the Facebook page to let everybody know that you can use that link instead of the really long, cumbersome one that nobody seems to remember, and rightfully so, because it's just this big, gigantic thing full of characters and numbers or whatever. So I try to post it on Facebook, and then it tells me for some reason it does not meet Facebook's community standards, which I don't understand because it's pretty much all the same content from the Facebook page for the radio show, except it's just formatted in a much easier to peruse through fashion. So I'm going to have to get to the bottom of that. And then in my haste trying to sort that out while I was starting the show, then that song you just heard, The Poppy Family, Evil Overshadows Joe, um, it was probably peeking out for a good 30, 45 seconds, so it probably sounded like shit from being distorted, but what are you going to do? That's it, I suppose. So anyhow, yeah, that came out in 1969 through London in Canada on a single. And what do we got? What do I have, I should say, for you guys this week? There's Zach is going to be talking to us about Midway, and uh, my understanding is he's got... Ed Wilcox, known for his solo output, of course, and then also his long-running band, Temple of Bombay Ten, is going to pop on the line for a little bit, too. And there's the uh, the weekly show rundown stuff, a whole assortment of music, a set of songs uh, about going crazy. And we'll see what else. I think I'm going to try and give away... Oh, yeah, I'm going to try and give away some tickets to the upcoming bowling show here in Prague, too. Because we just did the boat show, so the only way to follow that up is you do a bowling show. Uh, so, yeah, more on all that junk later. I think I just want to get more music playing here. I don't even have my usual backing track set up, so that's why you're hearing something totally unusual. Um, anyhow, yeah, I'm going to play for my friends... Ella and Akeem, who were here last weekend for the boat show, they came from Leipzig just to see it. I am going to play something by Ella's band, Declum. The song is Do Your Diet. It comes from the album Con Pimentio, which Ella's label Ubach put out in 2018.
track eh no here comes i think maybe come on yes some backing track that is all right turn that down a little more maybe so what do we just hear ariane tu voudrais que je oublie from 1966 put out by the palette label in belgium and what does that mean? I bet that's exactly what you're wondering right now. The answer is... You would like me to forget. Come on. Be a bit louder, wouldn't you? You would like me to forget. Tu voudrais que j'oublie. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And then before that, we heard a new song by New Fries... It is taken from the idea of us, which was just put out, I think, maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, by Telephone Explosion, and the song was Mount Tambora. I haven't listened to the rest of that record yet. I bet it's good, though. Then there was T-Rex with Ripoff from Electric Warrior, put out in 1971 uh, through Fly Records. Then Tammy's Dance from 1960 by Clyde Gary and his orchestra, released by the Shad label on a 7-inch single. And to start, as I mentioned, DeClume with Do Your Diet from Con Pimentio, released in 2018. So the big question is now, what will I play next? I, I believe I'm going to play something by Temple of Bombay 10 since Ed Wilcox will likely be on with Zach in a little over a half hour. So I will play from Thunder Feedback Confusion Eternity Limited. This came out in 1995 through Silt Breeze. And I think, yeah, once I get back, then I'm going to do the show rundown and give away those tickets, even though I do usually do it now. But uh, whatever. Does it really matter? I, I don't think so. I don't think so.
can't think. Something is wrong with me.
I'd only known her for a little while Her eyes, her lips, her arms and tender smile Then without a warning she said goodbye On the wall are still out of place Jarred by the door she slammed right in my face And I didn't see one tear fall from her eyes Oh Lord, have I lived long enough to die The short time I had her was heavenly The only one who meant a thing to me And when you're happy, gee, how the time can fly
not certain that he really, uh, uh, really carried those sacks out here.
Okay, that was Wipeout. The song was Opalate and comes from their album Milkbird, put out in 2017. I don't know what label that's on or if they just put that up themselves. I couldn't find anything to suggest that it is on a label. We also heard something by Spectres before that. It's from an album that they are going to put out, what is it, next month? Let's see here. Or actually October 30th, yeah, so this is like the single or lead song or whatever the hell you want to call it. And an annihilation of the self. And the name of the record that it will come from is It's Never Going to Happen and This Is Why. That'll be put out through Dark Habits. Really appreciate their kind of minimal approach to that song. It's not like they're just clocking you over the head the whole time with loud, 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 loud. It it builds up. It has peaks and valleys. It's dynamic. It's well put together, I think. Then there was Jim Purdy asking a question many of us find ourselves asking regularly have I lived long enough to die found on a single on the yeah that's on the B side the A side was round after round I should check that out too I've never heard that that came out through Arnote Records in the US I don't know when then it was Judy Johnson and the Perfections A Way Out from 1965 released by His Master's Voice on a 7 inch single in 1965 and to start Ed Wilcox tearing it up on drums with Temple of Bombay 10. The song was Eternity Limited from the album Thunder Feedback Confusion, put out in 1995. I'm going to play Never Ask Again by The End Result next. That came out in 1966. And I guess I promised I would give away tickets to... Uh, the next Ah Man concert here in Prague, which is a bowling show. It'll be my band, Alpha Strategy, then uh, the pal from Poland, she's going to come down, and Magnesium from Prague as well. So my question for you, if you want two tickets for this show, then all you need to do is tell me the name of a release by the band Magnesium. You can write to me, do it privately. I don't care how you do it. Just don't post it on the Facebook page or something silly like that. And answer that very easy question. They have a Bandcamp page. And then, yeah, I can hook you up with those tickets. And if you don't hear me mention it again today, it means that I didn't give it away to anybody if I don't congratulate somebody. So I just don't want to be going over that thing again and again. So, yeah. Get talking to me. I got some tickets with your name on them. And I guess there's the the weekly show rundown, too. I'll try and make this quick. But to lead into that... Pertaining to show. I want the stars that's going to be in the Coliseum that's going to make the people sway and rock and clap their hands to the beat and get up and dance in an area that will be big enough for them to do it in. And now you can go to ahman.net if you want to 
not hear me read these out really quickly. They're all listed there, too. Uh, so, yeah, what's going on? In Ostrava on the 28th of August, my band Alpha Strategy will be playing there along with Frau Zwei and Cesar Panchir. Uh, then on the 28th and 29th of August, there's the Parzy Broda Festival in Poland with Curves, Pacino, Alpha Strategy, and a bunch of other bands. You can go to the Facebook page and check that out. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, on September 2nd, it's the bowling show here in Prague with the bands I just mentioned. Uh, September 12th, the Uni Moon event with Stinka, Tomasz Paluka, and a bunch of other bands here in Prague at Kashtan. And what else? Oh, yeah, Curves are going to come here in Prague along with Wreck. They'll play at Underdogs on September 17th. September 18th, Chervin. Ivy Mike and Tribe J at Underdogs. September 19th, Fetch, Musla Sound System, Alpha Strategy, Rosava, and Ballast at Sol Kostel and Odovitsa, Czech Republic. And then there's the Shishkovska Nas Festival in October with a whole bunch of bands. That'll be really good. And then there's a couple other things uh, going on I've talked about before. The Festival Vilat Vila in Prashanitsa on the weekend of August 28th. Also the Silver Rocket, <laughs> Silver Rocket Summer Festival on the 29th of August and September 10th. Java from Poland with Illegal Illusion. Legal Illusion. God damn, I can't talk. And uh, football at Kashtan. So there you go. And reminder, I don't think I really said this too properly. The bowling show actually happens at a real bowling alley, so you can go bowling while the bands play, or in between the bands playing, or after the bands playing, or whatever you want. You can bowl it up. It's all the ball is in your hands, in your court, I guess. Anyhow, here's the end result. Never ask again.
get lost, don't lie. Spit tax wise guy. Cost our whole spells. Kiss our dumbbells. What's all and crucify? Cold fish with dead eyes. I'm Ken Bastida. Dana is off tonight. He was murdered and then set on fire while celebrating his birthday.
That was Aerothal from Russia. I'm going to turn the echo down a bit here. Maybe turn it up a little bit more. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and what about, what about that song? Comes from Forms, put out in 2017. And the song itself was called I Don't Care. Comes by means of the Hands and Moment Records label. Then there was Nikki Sutton and Roland S. Howard sob story from Kiss You Kidnapped Sharabank, which Relativity released in 1987. Then it was No Man Is Poetry by Sneers, taken from the album Heaven Will Rescue Us, We're the Scum, We're in the Sun. That was released by God Unknown Records. And to start... End result, Never Ask Again, from a single put out in 1966. And what do you know? It's time to talk to Mr. Coons. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. My name is Mac, and I'm scared to say. Hey, hey. Strange <laughs> maniac, what's up? Oh. Uh, you know, just trying to trust, just trying to get by here. What are you up to? <laughs> you got some, you got some extra echo on today. I like it. Yeah, I, it's not uh, like you, it doesn't make it like difficult Joby. to hear from your side. Uh, it's a very fun challenge. <laughs> there's, there's a touch of challenge, but it's a, it's a, it's a challenge I'm ready to take on. Yeah, I'll bring sure. it down a tad. How about that? Oh, well, you know, whatever floats your boat. I can, I can understand you. Okay, that's the main thing. I, I was I was more complimenting you on it yeah. uh, than than anything else. Um, oh, today, so yeah, today. Let's see, not much, not much has been going on today. I got got an got an old friend of ours down here today, though. I heard uh, heard you guys can do some recording. We're gonna do some recording. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do all the '90s country classics today. <laughs> Every single Travis Tritt song from the mid '90s that we're gonna we're gonna do a little cover, <laughs> little cover album. You, you heard it here first. Check Check Republic. <laughs> yep. Keep Keep your eyes out there. It's gonna be It's gonna be released on Vanguard Records. <laughs> it's gonna be a hit. Um, I think it's gonna be a hit. Yeah. Well, we'll get you. We'll get you something for the show. Please, please do. Get me you some know, promotional materials, like a hat and, and probably uh, won't socks. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you another one of my Randy Travis shirts. Did I show you that Randy Travis shirt that I had made? I'd seen it on Facebook, just by virtue of perusing <laughs> through there. But yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about doing a whole '90s country because they're only thirty dollars. I really, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be allowed. To, no one should give me money because I, I, I'll spend my money on those 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 shirts and then like putting my baseball card up on a billboard. <laughs> This is the only way I spend. I don't eat. I don't eat anything. I hardly ever eat. I don't. I don't have any like human desires. But uh, yeah, so I just spend my money on. That's what I spend my money on, primarily. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna put you on speakerphone and uh, and we can say hello to, to our to our old friend Ed Wilcox. Here. Yeah. All right. Can Can you hear us, buddy? Sure can. Hey, Ed. All right. Hello. Hello. How are you? Ah, uh, not too bad. How you doing? I'm fine. It's a beautiful day out here in, in the mountains with that. 
That sounds lovely. I wish I was there with you guys. Ah, uh, sometime soon, hopefully. Yep. We can have an old uh, and some of his sons for horses reunion down here in Tennessee. We always talked about doing a staff retreat down at Dollywood. <laughs> so I think now it might be the time we could actually do it. Yeah, I guess once you we know, get past this whole coronavirus thing. Yeah, you know that's right. Yeah, that is. I don't can. I don't think you could even come into the country right now, could you? I don't Are think so. I don't. I actually don't know. I mean, I don't know why I'm asking you this. I should probably know the answer to this, <laughs> but I don't know if we're like. I know that every other country in the world, no one's accepting anybody from the U.S. right now. America. Yeah, uh, I don't know if, if the U.S. has the same policy. Probably so. Pro- probably you know it's as a like kind of a absurd retribution i'd say we're doing the same thing closing our borders i mean our borders are closed anyway very 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 stupidly and very poorly closed anyway but uh you know now now probably in in more retributory way probably even maybe even to people in europe i really don't know that at all i'm just total speculation on my part though yeah well it's even to go back to north america at all like i can't even visit my mom in newfoundland right now so it's just a whole pile of baloney Crazy, cruel. Yeah. yeah, that's cruel. That's right. I was thinking about this week, some like, and you and I kind of talked about this really briefly. But something I was thinking about this week was different, um, uh, different like childhood pranks that, that I used to play on that my friends and I used to play on one another. We were talking about. I used to wake my my stepbrother and I had uh, bunk beds, and I had this with my little brother as well. Uh, my, you know, my half brother that I, I live, I moved in between my dad and my mom's house pretty frequently. And I would always, I w- I've always been an early riser and I would always wake them up with a big ear flick. Yeah. You, you, you ever had your ears, you ever had your ears <laughs> flicked, Rory? Not in many a year, but I have. <laughs> yeah. I probably haven't had my ears flicked in 20 plus years for sure. 25 years, I'd say. Well, my friend, that, that could change next time I see you just as a warning. Um, well, I guess we'll see who wakes up first. <laughs> well, I, I went to boarding school, and one time we tied up Neil Herlocker to his bed <laughs> and took him out into the woods. <laughs> That's pretty slick. What is that? Is that like uh, drop, like tied and quartered? Drawn and quartered? <laughs> What's that move called? You know, does it have a name for it? Hog tie. <laughs> good invention. Yeah, oh. it is kind of like what you do to horses or something like that yeah. when you're going to do yeah. something. You know, like you're, you're tying them to the kind of like tying them to four posts, yeah. and then you could like ten guys. Yeah, tied him to the bed, so he woke up in his bed in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Did he sleep through the? You guys carried him? I don't him? know. I don't know. He <laughs> was a little argumentative. <laughs> There's nothing he could do. Have you ever had well, a, I think he liked it, you know, because, you know, he got off from school that morning. <laughs> did you all, that's, that's really, that's really a new one for me. I've never heard of you in the home before. Did you ever, did you guys get wedgies, Ed? Not too many wedgies, no. Uh, we, I went to a Quaker boarding school. So <laughs> they would, we would have to have the Quaker meeting as very, you sit there very quietly. Nobody says anything. So we would take Forks and knives from the cafeteria and stab each other as hard as possible <laughs> in the middle of the meeting. No one was about to cry out. 
Oh, man, because you, you can only speak if you have a revelation, right? Yeah. If you have a re- revelation, yeah. you can stand up and speak. I've been to a few yeah. of those. Yeah. What about uh, Noogie? I wonder if Noogies were like a, a later invention. We have. Did they have, did they have Noogies in... Did they have Noogies for you in, in Canada, Rory? Oh, yeah. We're really time. all coming from like three three very different places as opposed like Rory and I are closer to the stage, but, you know, Newfoundland, Canada, as opposed to rural Appalachia are really different demographics. I'm really wondering what what practices, like, if there were any, like, practices that were common in all three of our, our cultures. What about kick me signs? Sure, I you know I did those sometimes in school. I would do kick me signs, but it was really hard to get. I think those were really they're kind of it's really hard to get tape that sticks to people's apparel. Yep, that was my experience with kick me signs. They would always fall off. They fall off after like three seconds. Did you did you have any experiences like with kick me signs, Rory? I mean, it was basically the same idea. Yeah, you're you know. You're at the mercy of the adhesive that you're using. <laughs> duct tape. I, duct tape would hold a little bit longer, but still, yeah, apparel just isn't meant to, to have be taped upon usually. Yeah. Unless maybe That's you give somebody thing. like a real hearty pat on the back or something, you might be able to pull it off. But other than that, if you're trying to be discreet about it, then it's it's probably not going to work out. About uh, who can punch the lightest. <laughs> I know. I, I was always like, this oh, is like stronger. Well, punch well you yeah. Well, you you know, then you say, oh, let's who can punch the lightest, and then you jack the poor guy. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I lose. Oh, oh, that's a new one. No, I've never done. I've never done that one. What about like uh, Indian burn? Is Indian burn? Is that a, is that too many of them? Is that North? That, is that North American Indian or or Southeast Asian Indian? Do you know? Does anybody know the answer to that? Do you know that, Rory? No, I've been wondering about that, too. I think I'm going to have to look into it. That's a, yeah, is it, it seems to me, I mean, I guess I think because I was in North, we're, we're, all, we're all from North America, you would think it would be like a, an indigenous Indian murder. Oh, they really hurt, too. Wow. Twisting your skin in different ways like that. That's a, that's a painful one. Did you guys ever do the, the butt pinching, like come, coming up behind somebody and pinching their butt as hard as you possibly could? Did you guys do that? We we did. That was a little too intimate for us. Yeah, we never did that. <laughs> Listen to this. I got. I got. I have. A, I know. I know. We're running a little low on time. I actually have a, a really funny. I, to me, a really funny story about because this was like maybe this was just like an intra-family thing for me because my stepbrother and I would do it to one another. My dad would would do it and just be like, come up behind somebody and just grab them and pinch as hard as you could with two fingers. So I was in I was in Sam's Club in rural Appalachia. I was probably 10 or 11 years old. This was the last time I ever did a butt pinch, actually. <laughs> so I came up to this guy that looked exactly like my dad from the behind. You know, he had my same, my dad, same shock of black hair, was wearing my dad's jeans, was wearing the same similar shirt to my dad. So I came up behind him, pinched him as hard as I possibly could, just like twisting my pinch. And the guy turned around. The guy grabbed a, a Sprite bottle, whip whirled around. Raised the, the sprite bottle uh, up above his head. It was an Asian guy, and he was screaming at me in a, in, in probably Mandarin, screaming at me. You know, like I, you know, I think that would definitely be a no-no in those cultures. <laughs> so yeah, he, he whirled around and just I just 
I was trying to explain to him, oh, I thought you were my dad, but then that explanation really doesn't make sense to anybody that's your, not your dad, you know? I mean, it's just like pinching someone's butt that isn't your dad or like a, 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 a close schoolmate. Really, you can't, there's no explanation for it. So my dad, fortunately, my dad was actually close, and he saw me doing this. My dad was having the biggest laugh of his life, watching me get into this trouble with this, with this, with this, uh, I believe, Chinese fellow. Uh, you know, he, he was really having a, having a great laugh at my expense, but he, my dad did come up and, like, step in and, like, pull me away from this guy who was about to, to beat my brains in with this full <laughs> two-liter Sprite box, Sprite bottle, and that's the last butt pinch I ever gave in my life. I learned my lesson from that. No more butt pinches. Well, you still got another thirty or forty years left, at, I'd say. So you could always change your mind. I know. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I've given affectionate, affectionate butt pinches to, to, to partners, to romantic partners, but nothing like not trying to like make the skin red or anything like that. Just come up like goosing, more or less. You know, just coming up, surprising somebody. You know, like giving a little, a little, a little, a little butt grab or something like that more more affectionate thing than trying to really trying to really do do any damage at all but yeah i, I wouldn't i wouldn't mind trying to bring that one back yeah you have the power you really have to have a lot of consent <laughs> yeah these just, you could get yourself in a lot of trouble culture. i mean consent yeah consent is really a wonderful thing i i, I completely agree with consent you'd have to just you don't want to ever have to have a written contract that said I agree to have my my butt pinched at surprising times. You know, I I, I agree to this. What about mooning? Do you, you guys ever like do mooning? I used to do like we used to do on the highway. We used to do what we called a pressed ham. I remember the best pressed ham I ever had. There was a a just married uh, car. They had the they had the it was it was on the highway on sixty four east in uh, in West Virginia. And we pulled up to these, these people. They were still dragging the cans. They had just married written in like marker all over the windows of the car. And I had my friend, I got in the back seat. And I had my friend just pull up right next to him and, uh, and gave him a press hand. I put my butt against the window. And uh, they were trying to speed away. They were yelling at us, screaming at us, trying to speed away. My friend just kept keeping perfect speed with them. <laughs> So just for miles, they were just—they had their windows down, screaming their goddamn heads off at us, <laughs> trying to get away. And my butt was just standing there, wiggling, pressing, <laughs> pressing against that window. That was what—that was my most successful press hand moon I've ever had in my life. And I'm still giving those in the, as an adult. I give—I give accidental moons all the time because I'm on this property, and uh, you know, I, I'm really usually have a property myself, so I walk around naked all the time, but I, I do surprise people pretty frequently here. So I, I get people, because I do try to turn around so they don't see the, the full frontal nudity, nudity, so I do try to turn around really quick. So I've given a lot, I've given a lot of people accidental moons here, no, no intentional moons anymore. That's another one where you'd have to get a lot pretty, have to have a really pretty tremendous level of intimacy with the person or, or a lot of consent, you know, one way or the other. I think those people in, in the car died. deserved it, though. They sound like they're, they come out of a fucking comic book or something with the just married sign and the cans <laughs> on the back of the car. Like, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, they were really just that. You know, they were, they were, they were like, they were foils. They were really classic foils. You know, yeah. like, you, 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 you could, you, you're like you said, you couldn't, you could, it was like, it was like a script for an 80s movie with a bunch of juvenile delinquents in the goddamn car. I'm one of the juvenile delinquents. It's like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 
I'm Ferris Bueller in this situation, you know, and uh, they're just like the classic suburban, just married couple, just trying to enjoy their honeymoon, and then all of a sudden they get this, uh, an eyeful of, you know, an, an eyeful of my little skinny Appalachian ass. They got a whole different kind of mood. <laughs> yeah, maybe it set the tone for their honeymoon. They probably got divorced immediately. <laughs> this is This is how it starts out, and so if I can... If I can lead to one more divorce in this country, I feel like I've, you know, <laughs> we don't have we don't have many divorces in this country. It's it's a really <laughs> it's a really rare phenomenon here in the here in the U.S. It's it's uh, you, you know it's usually a, a life. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if it's if, if my sarcasm is is being is, is or my or more being sardonic. I guess I don't know if that's being being able to be picked up by the audience at all, or if there is an audience at all. If if, if everyone hasn't. Tuned out by this point. If they, if they have, I, I would totally commend them on that. But if you uh, do commend them, they'll never know. So if they're already gone, they'll never know. Yep. Yeah. I should just commend the people that have stayed, assuming there are any. I mean, I know there are at least three people that have stayed. Myself, myself being one of them. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I think that pretty well wraps it up for today. <laughs> I think we said all these. Yeah, I'm gonna get the hell off of this phone call before this guy talks about anything else. <laughs> hey, my friend, it's it, it's always a pleasure. I'm glad I'm, I was uh, last week. I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm glad we were able to get back on the streak here this week. And I'm, I really want to thank Ed for coming down here for being my good friend all these years and agreeing to be a part of this. And uh, I want to. I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here and scramble for fifteen to twenty minutes every every. I know it's supposed to be five minutes. Rarely is. Usually, it's closer to fifteen or twenty minutes. I'm, I, I I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do this every week. It really means a lot to me. It's like a, always a high mark of my week. Yeah, buddy. Well, I'm eternally glad to have you on here, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep the the train moving along a little more smoothly and uh, ensure that. We don't we don't miss any more. That last one was on me. It's just too much stuff floating around here, boat show and all that business. So you know. Hey, that can't be beat. That was a goodie. But yeah. yeah. Well, my friend, I will. Uh, I, I've been catching the show afterwards here more lately, but I, I'm looking for. I always it's always a treat. I, I always look forward to listening to the show. I love the the country themes. That's my. I love the whole show, but I love, always love the country themes around, you know, usually all of my favorite topics, despair and loss and grief. You know, I always, <laughs> clowning, being a clown. Yeah. I, I, always, I always love your, your themes. The next one we got coming up after, after we wrap up here is, I just call it the crazy set. I'm going to start it off with Jack Reno, We All Go Crazy. Your, one of your favorites. Oh, one of my one favorites. favorites. Yeah. One of my favorites. You got? You have? You have? Uh, Rubber Room is Rubber Room going to be on it? The Porter Wagner song. I've played that on the show before. I just picked out things that had the word "crazy" in the title, so it's not so much necessarily specifically but crazy in the title. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there, there's some well, good ones. Well, my friend, I will. I will. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I cannot wait to to, to revisit it. Well, thanks, my friend, and thanks, Ed. Good, good chatting with you for again for a little bit. Thank you. And uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks cool. for having having us, my friend. I'll be seeing you. All right, be seeing you. Bye. All right, goodbye.
Don't you know that the river's right? 
My body is dismembered from my mind completely. <laughs> Which is pretty average with me.
Uh, hello, backing track. Where are you? Why, why does it keep doing this? It just stops. There we go. That's better. Okay. And then the song ends. Ah, all right. I don't know. Can I talk over Jackie and the Starlight so he gets into this big crying fit in the middle of the song? So I'll, I'll turn it down a little more. Uh, yeah, that was Aleka Kanili Du with Crazy Girl, as you might have guessed the title of the song as being. I always thought the mixing job on that was pretty strange because whoever engineered it, they really, like, when she doesn't sing, they, like, crank up the backing instrumentation, and then when she does sing, they, they turn it back down again, so it's really jarring when you listen to it on headphones. Even if you don't, it's still kind of weird. Anyhow, uh, what else do we have? What else did I play? There was also in the crazy set, Scratch Acid before that, Crazy Dan from the Scratch Acid album, Just Keep Eating, put out by Save 12, or no, Fundamental Records as catalog entry Save 12, if that matters, and Rabbit Cat Records in 1986. Then it was... Jacine Daru and The Chosen Few. It's really silly. If you look at the picture sleeve of this online, they're all dressed up in, like, stereotypical Egyptian gear. So I guess that's kind of the whole gimmick. I don't know anything about them. But anyway, I suppose it ties in thematically with what you'd expect the song to sound like if that's what Egyptian music sounded like. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah. The song was Crazy Crazy. That was the A-side of that single put out in West Germany in 1967. Or did I mix that up? Yeah, I mixed that up. I'm a moron. It was actually, what I was talking about was by Ramses and Selkett, Crazy One. And then the song after that was Crazy Crazy by Justine Derrieu and the Chosen Few. Anyway, yeah, so the Ramses and Selkett, Crazy One, came out in 1968 in the Netherlands. And to start it off, Jack Reno, we all go crazy. We all go crazy. From 1969. Put out by Dot Records. And I guess there's another 23 minutes to go to the show. I'm going to play something by Tacaturn called Take It. It's from their album Punk Death, which came out in 2019. This is a really unusual song. I guess the whole record is, is pretty atypical, but um, they have a really neat kind of back-and-forth vocal approach on this. And, uh, yeah, it's it's one of these, again, to kind of tie into when we heard that song by... What was it? Structures earlier? Spectres, sorry. And, yeah, just the kind of, like idea of you can make a really intense song emotionally without it being something that's just clocking you over the head constantly about it being loud this has a lot of kind of dynamic range in it that I appreciate um, so yeah here it is take it you can take it 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 take it
You drinking water right now? No, it's gin.
Thanksgiving. Cook a turkey.
Yeah. Okay. What do we got? What was that? That was Goudron from Alma, Quebec. The song was Bolaire uh, Asphalt. And it's taken from their recording record. What is it? Is this an EP? It's got eight songs. This is an LP. Yeah. Alright, that was put out in October of last year. What does this mean? I just closed up the Google Translate browser tab. Now I want to... Asphalt Bowler is what it means. Okay. I still don't necessarily know if I know what that means in English. Uh, and then before that we heard Francois Hardy with Vash or Vas Mach Ish Anna Deek or what Will I Do Without You put out in 1970 on the Trauma LP through Phillips then it was Our Baseball Careers by the Conformists from their album Divorce that was recorded in Studio B at Electrical Audio by Steve Albini in Chicago that's where my band recorded two of our records as well and then was mastered by Chicago Mastering Services, which is what we did with our last one, too, interestingly enough. This album, Divorce, was put out by Agu Records in 2016. What else? We heard Svart, Magi. I'm going to need the assistance of Google Translate for this one, for sure. So the the name of the song itself in Swedish is Which means High on life, joy is my drug. Uh-huh. And I might as well get the title from you too, Google Translate now that you're here. Which means mixed for the Mixed before dance. I should have fucking had the thing say it again. See? Mixed before dance. Yeah. I can't even say English stuff properly. How am I still here? Okay. So yeah, that came out in 2015 as as a self-released item. Then there was the first stage demo of Telstar by Joe Meek, which is the song where he's all like, and he has also echo reverb stuff going on with his voice even though I don't think he really needs to but do I need to? I don't know Uh, so that's found on this 4 CD box set Joe Meek Portrait of a Genius the RGM Legacy which Castle Music released in 2005 and to start it was Turn with Take It from their album Punk Death put out by themselves as a self-released item in 2019 Oh, what do you know? Uh, my thing is actually playing one of my backing tracks now. Now that we're at the end of the show. I wasn't going to play anything else, but I got this lined up anyway. Uh, it's a song by Lady Lynch called City Falls. And this was released by Cut Surface in 2018. Thanks to everybody for being here. And thanks to Zach and Ed for joining me partway through. Thanks to people for listening on the replay. And I'll talk to you earlier than usual next week, probably on Thursday, I think, because I'm going to be out of town on the weekend. So 
Anyway, we'll see how that goes. Thanks, and bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-b
Let us get the fuck out of here. Just look after yourself, as they always say, because no one else will. Be seeing you. And you.